It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is the other side of midnight. I'm Frank Morano. There is nobody that knows leadership better than Steve Adubato. He happens to also know New Jersey politics better than any person on earth. And when it comes to national politics, he knows a thing or two about that, too. The area of his knowledge that always consistently most impresses me, though, is not Frank Sinatra. It's not Bruce Springsteen. It is his knowledge of the Godfather movies, in which, it humbles me to say this, he is second to none. It is a great treat to welcome back the Emmy Award-winning anchor on PBS, host of Lessons in Leadership, the podcast, the television show, the just about everything, and author of the book, Lessons in Leadership, has a big interview this weekend with New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy. Steve, it is always a treat to talk with you. Thanks for joining me at such an odd hour. As my, it is always my honor. Frank, to be with you and your great audience on WABC. Uh, Steve, a couple of quick things, and I want to talk to you about the interview you're doing with Governor Murphy. But uh, obviously, uh, the whole WABC family, the whole audience is mourning the uh, the passing of Bernard McGurk. And one of the things I covered with O'Reilly yesterday is something that you're kind of an expert in, and that's the ability to make a comeback. You know, Bernie was someone who, uh, in the aftermath of that Rutgers scandal with Imus, had was seen as kind of um, an untouchable. He was seen as someone that would never get mm-hmm. hired again, certainly never work in broadcasting. Yet he came back bigger, better than ever, and was, at the time that he died, co-hosting the number one news talk show in New York City. I'm wondering, for people, even if they're not public figures who might be facing some adversity in their own life, what are some strategies that you've seen that help people make a successful comeback when they're having a difficult time or when they've had a difficult time? It's a great question, Frank. And when I, first of all, uh, my thoughts and prayers are with Bernie's family and and all those who, who followed him and appreciated what he did on the radio. And speaking, I mean, when you think about comebacks and you think about Bernie, to me, it's a, it's a word I use a lot in my leadership coaching. It's grit. I mean, G-R-I-T. People go, what do you, what do you mean by that? And it's that um, you just never quit. And there are a whole range of people, Frank, and you know them and I know them, who, you know, they literally crawl under the covers. I mean, something mm-hmm. bad happens. They make a mistake. They, they screw up or they're involved in a scandal, whatever it is. And listen. Be, and I, you and I have talked about the need to apologize, to own up, to take responsibility, all those things. But at a certain point, you can't actually mm. pull the covers over your head and say, I'm done, especially with someone like Bernie who had so much to give, so entertaining, um, so thoughtful. And that doesn't even mean I agreed with him uh, on everything oh, that sure. he said, but he was an incredibly talented broadcaster, uh, impersonator, um, had strong views on things, and so engaging and interesting uh, with Sid as well. Great show. Uh, And I will tell you, Bernie is a great example of someone who simply has a sign in in my gym and that I don't work out in enough, and it just simply says, never, ever give up. Mm. Never. And that's what the great Jim Valvano, you know, when he was given that speech on the the ESPY Awards, never give up. I mean, just never. And that's who Bernie was. Never gave up. 
Uh, no, well said. Uh, well said. Also, before we talk about what's happening with the current governor, I want to ask a little bit about uh, somebody that we lost last week, and that's uh, former New Jersey Governor Jim Florio. Uh, I know you knew Governor Florio. You uh, had the opportunity to interview him several times. You also were in the state assembly right before uh, Governor Florio came came back and was able to run for uh, run for election successfully as governor. So I'm sure you guys crossed paths politically as well. What was your take on Governor Florio as a politician and a person? First of all, we're talking about um, talk about a tough guy with grit. I mean, I, I never I, I know we're, we're, we're never supposed to say this when someone passes, but Florio and I didn't get along. Mm. We just didn't. Um, I, I respected his views. I thought he was really solid on the environment in terms of cleaning up toxic waste sites, Superfund sites. Um, but I, re- I really interacted with him, not when I was in the government, but I was early on in my career as a legislator, excuse me, as a broadcaster. And every time, Frank, I interviewed him, I remember I asked him a question. I had this on my, you know what a, a sizzle reel is. Mm-hmm. I had this on my demo reel. And it was, a, it was a clip where I was asking him, you know, Governor, you said when you were running for office, you saw no need to raise taxes. <laughs> and then you said you heard from the people because obviously there were protests in front of the state capitol and people were upset about raising the income tax and the raising tax on, on toilet paper, the whole bit. So they were throwing toilet paper at the state house. I said, Governor, um, you never heard those people? Four to five people said they didn't want you to raise taxes. You never heard him? And he just looked at me and just glared and gave me some answer. And I pressed him again. And then fast forward 20 years. This is a true story. We're at a funeral of another major public figure in New Jersey. Fleur is at the funeral. I'm at the funeral. And I go over to the group of governors. I mean, I'm talking about all the living governors are there. And I go over, say hello to all of them. And I acknowledge Governor Florio. And one of the governors turned to me and said, as you were coming over, Florio said, I hate Steve Alabato. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to say which governor it, it is, but this is one who never BSed. And I knew he was <sighs> telling me the truth. And it was, and I didn't feel the same way about the governor, but I didn't like him. I didn't like his style. I thought he was – I used to say to him, Governor, um, what about demeanor? What about um, the way you carry yourself, you know, and, and to like smile every once in a while? And he used to say to me, you make too much of that, Steve. You just make too much of that. And he wasn't a friendly guy, but he was a tough, strong governor who believed in what he believed in. Uh, let's just say he didn't have a particularly gentle touch, Frank. Wow, I, I love it. And by the way, something tells me that uh, <laughs> it, while Governor Florio was honest enough to give his opinion of you, if some of those other governors were being honest, some of those other governors might have said the same thing. Oh, Frank, come on. Uh, uh, I mean, hey, you didn't tough. Hit me like that. Uh, hey, I wouldn't say it. You know, I'm fond of you. Hey, we're talking with Steve Adubato, uh, Emmy Award winning uh, PBS anchor. And he has a, a great interview coming up this weekend. It's going to be airing on, uh, I guess it's Sunday. I'll lose PBS, track of what yep. day is what. Saturday and Sunday, now, all weekend and a variety of uh, times on PBS stations in our region WNET in New York, uh, PBS, NJPBS in New Jersey. Um, that's where we'll be all weekend. Uh, Just say, go on steveoutabout.org. It'll tell you all the time. Perfect. So uh, what what's the substance of what you cover in your discussion with Governor Murphy this weekend? Property taxes, income tax, affordability in New Jersey, uh, climate change, the migrant issue. Um, he has strong feelings about Governor DeSantis and Governor Abbott. 
uh, and the, the move to have migrants get on those buses and come to, quote, northern democratic liberal states. We also talked about I pressed him hard, Frank. Um, I, I know he didn't want to talk about this. And probably he's <laughs> Murphy's a nice guy, but he's probably saying the same thing Florio did <laughs> at that funeral. I remember I pressed him and this is my must be the third or fourth time I pressed him on this. And I've talked to you about it on your show before. I, I've never been OK with Florio and, frankly, uh, Andrew Cuomo went in office. They made the same decision, as you well know. You covered it during the heat of the COVID situation, the height of it. They sent people who were in nursing homes, got COVID, they were in the hospital. They sent them back into the nursing homes. And I said to the Governor Murphy, look, I've asked you this many times. Do you acknowledge that it was a mistake to send people back. It's easy for me to Monday morning quarterback, Governor, but could you acknowledge his mistake? And he said, he said, no, I don't. I don't think it was a mistake. I did the right thing. And I just feel, Frank, as if he doesn't acknowledge that it was a mistake because you make tough decisions, difficult time. You don't have all the information. It was a mistake. In retrospect, he wouldn't do that. And I pressed him on that. Uh, I pressed him on a whole range of things. And also his so-called property tax plan, they call it the anchor. I don't think it's a great name, the anchor property tax plan, uh, who benefits from it. And one positive thing is renters do benefit from it, not just homeowners. And I also pressed him on affordability and the fact that too many people are leaving New Jersey for other states like Florida with no income tax. The governor did not accept the premise of my question. So it was a spirited, lively, but always respectful interview with the governor and people could decide for themselves whether they believe him or not. I love it. Uh, that sh- should be interesting. Again, check out steveadubato.org for the full schedule of when you could check it this weekend. A lot of people believe that if uh, President Biden doesn't run for president in 2024, that Governor Murphy is going to throw his hat in the ring. What's your take on that? I think he wants to. I think that Murphy, who was a former ambassador, uh, seized himself in national office. I, I believe um, and listen, you, you never notice, Frank, how many people from New Jersey believe that they belong in national office, but it has happened uh, with Wilson. I mean, it's just it doesn't seem to be a state that sends people uh, to the White House successfully. So um, I think he sees himself that way. But out of respect to President Biden, he's going to wait till the president makes his decision. Um, I'm not convinced the president runs again. I, I, um, I think it's probably 50 50. Who knows? But the president, to me, while I agree with some of the things he's done, he just doesn't look up to it, Frank. He just really doesn't look up to it from a from a being in control. You know, I'm a big fan of how you speak. You, you're breaking up a little bit there, Steve. Can you hear me all right? Now I hear you, yeah. Sorry about that. I was moving around. Um, he carries himself in a way that, Frankly, it always looks like he's a step away from going the wrong way, saying the wrong thing. I I feel for him, but you don't want to feel that much empathy and sympathy for the president. You want to feel like, hey, this person's got it. This guy, this woman someday has it. You know, you have confidence in them. And even though I acknowledge I did vote for him, I don't feel that confident about Joe Biden as president.
another New Jersey governor that uh, that you've had a lot of interactions with is uh, Governor Chris Christie. He seems to be making no bones about the fact that he's moving forward with a prospective presidential candidacy. Is the Republican Party nationally as it is now and is the Chris Christie brand as it is now, is that a good match come 2024? Uh, Chris Christie wants to be president, but has also been very critical of, of Donald Trump. And the question is, does Donald Trump control the Republican Party moving forward? Uh, Christie, as you know, I believe he does have a real issue with President Trump, but Trump clearly wants to uh, be in is in his way. Ron DeSantis is frankly more in the Trump mold, and he's in Christie's way. Christie, again, like him personally, but he is a long shot for the presidency. Um, you know, unless something dramatically changes and the Republican Party moves in the Liz Cheney direction that I don't see it moving in anytime soon. Uh, talking with Steve Adubato, uh, you could check him out on PBS. You could also uh, check out his podcast, which is terrific, uh, steveadubato.org. He also has a, a column on there. You could also find him on Twitter where he occasionally tweets very insightful things. Steve, um, uh, final question as it relates to politics and, and broadcasting. When you go on shows like this one, you uh, are never hesitant to offer your honest analysis, let the chips fall where they may, either on how you see elections nationally or locally locally or how you see certain candidates' strengths or weaknesses. But then when you interview people, you interview everybody, Democrats, Republicans, independents. I'm wondering, how do you thread that needle between being honest about giving your opinion and then still providing such a welcoming forum for guests of all political persuasions? I feel like I could take a note or two from you in that regard. That's not true. In all candor, I mean, you interview all kinds of folks and I'm not a fan of people who only invite people on who agree with them. I find that boring, predictable. Not good. It's not good television. It's not good radio. It's not good. It's not good conversation. So to me, having people on and have a different ideological point of view that I might have um, or agree with me, even if someone quote agrees with me on an issue, my job is to press that person mm. to back up their argument as opposed to, oh, you agree with me, so I'm going to be nicer to you. So the bottom line is, as a broadcaster, when you have people on who only agree with you, I'm bored by that. So to me, having people on with different points of view, challenging them, challenging people who I think agree with me, that's more interesting. And always being respectful and courteous, regardless of who that person is and what their political ideology is, that's not difficult because, truthfully, we have too much rancor, too much nastiness, too much of people being personal with each other and, and hitting each other uh, below the belt. I believe that as broadcasters, as people, as citizens, we have a responsibility to respect other points of view. You and I disagree on a lot of things, but we agree on the Godfather when we agree <laughs> that you always have to show respect for each other at all times. I'm hardcore about that, Frank. I'm old school. Uh, you sure are. And honestly, I can't think of a better broadcaster that's out there. And uh, I've enjoyed our friendship a great deal over the last 17, 18 years. And uh, I really enjoy it whenever we get to get together on the radio. Uh, by the way, you mentioned The Godfather, Steve. I might be the last Godfather fan that has still not seen this Paramount Plus fan, uh, this uh, Paramount Plus series, The Offer. I'm curious if you've seen it and if you have what your what your take on it was. My wife and I watched every episode, loved every bit of it. I am not that shocked that you haven't seen it because you have more important responsibilities at home, um, you know, with your growing family. But I'll say this to you. I would be 
stunned if D. Frank Morano does not say what a great series. I think you're going to love it, Frank. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Steve Adubato, catch him with Governor Murphy this weekend. Check out the website, steveadubato.org. Steve, have a great weekend. It's always great to talk with you. You too. Take care, my friend. If you want to comment on any portion of our discussion, give me a call, 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight.